Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Augusto Oli Podcast. Today we are going to start with AEW Dark Elevation re- Recap. We got an episode 6 of AEW Dark Elevation featuring QT Marshall, Sucker Punchy, Billy Gunn, Kenny Omega gifting us with his greatness in the trios match. Honestly, what a god professional wrestling grace is Dark Elevation in his presence. It's time to pay attention. Omega team with Nakazawa and Kanosuke Takasi to battle Sidel, Mike Sidel, and Diane Miley. Omega squad worth the ground attack with twit tags while Sidel brothers and Limelight add flashy fly assaults. Kenny crew took control by running train on Limelight. Limelight kicked out on the cover for Taishi's bulldozing Larry. Omega entered looking for a snapdrag suplex. However, Limelight had left, left the fight out. Limelight escaped also on one way into the rally with a double springboard DDT to the world champion. A momentum just dipped when Mag tagged, then he promptly ate that snapdragon from Omega. Takashi connected a running boot and a brain buster, but Mike ticked out. Mike scored a head kick to Takashita, then climbed the corner. Empty with a parry and pulled Mike down. Omega made sure Mike was stuck in his place for a long shot. Cat across the ring by Takashita. Open fire, Karen carry gut buster and death flip bridging German suplex by Takashita. Were too much for Mike to take as Team Omega earned the victory. In early action, Aaron Solo competed against Austin Guy as part of the Nightmare. Family Feud. The aftermath had a direct effect for Wednesday night's Dynamite. QT Marshall, Nick Carolina, Colton Gunn were ringside for the contest. Lord Colorado lifted the steps on the stage so QT could take a seat and serve like a godfather when Austin picked up momentum. Colorado hopped onto the apron and stretched the solo to pounce. Colton ran over to get Carl's face. The big man crashed in the guardrail while Colton all eat him. Colton made a menacing eye towards QT as QT made a throat last gesture to solo to end the match. Also escaped the double hood hooks to hit the quick draw to hit toss neck break for the win. QT remained composed, ordered students to back down with uh, for altercation. Backstage, Guns Dasha Gonzalez interviewed Austin Gunn. He was taught their families everything, but QT has torn the nightmare family everything apart. So but uh, Austin was too emotional to finish his thought. Billy Gunn stepped in. QT also entered the screen. QT explained his actions had nothing to do with the gun club. Billy was interested in hitting hot garbage. QT responded to punch Billy and square in the nose. Shortly after that counter, Tony Kong booked QT versus Billy for the for dynamite. Okay, here's the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And Hangman Pace defeated Spencer Slade in a squash match. Dr. Brick Breaker defeated Tessa Price. Jurassic Express defeated Midas Black and Jane Lawn. TH2 defeated Andre Montana and Valerie Morales. We got a showcase of Paul White involving the acclaimed. Mike Nanum and Stone Rockwell got destroyed by Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Abaddon defeated Sky Blue. Orange Cassidy defeated Prince Kai in a squash match. Prince Party, Private Party defeated Axe Reynolds and Colt Cabana, Dynamite. Thunder Rose defeated Shauna Reed. Mm-hmm. Best Friends defeated Kit Skakit and Hayden Backlund. Leah Hirsch and Rio Mizumi lost to Nia Rose and Maddie Renowski. I mean, Leah Hirsch and Rio Mizumi defeated Nia Rose and Maddie Renowski. Austin Khan defeated Aaron Solo. Scribbicide Angel Page defeated Dean Alexander, Carly Bravo, 
Matt Seidel, and Mike Seidel, and Diamond Lottie lost to Kenny Omega, MT Nakazawa, and Kosuke hey, Takashi. So the main event was the best match. The Diamond Fuse Carrier of Party Party versus Dark Order and Austin versus Aaron Soul. Those are worth watching. We care about the minor duties and the overarching story. Team Taz continue their passive aggressive attitude in an enjoyable manner. The most fun performance came from Leah Hirsch and Ryo Namazami teaming together for the first time. So I suggest you watch the show and see more of it. And right now we're going to review AEW Dark now. So. Get ready for it. Now we're in AEW Dark. The episode A5 AEW Dark features surprise promos from Darby Allen when he starts to steal the show. The YouTube top is Dark was You Never Know Who I Show Up. The exclaim mark meant AEW better have surprise stars bringing heat. That's exactly what happened. Darby Allen opened the program to promote his TNT title defense against Jungle Boy on Dynamite. Lots of people compared Allen and Jungle Boy. As a like, Alan disagrees. Jungle Boy is everybody's really friend. While Alan's here for championship, he offered advice for Jungle Boy to ditch the smile, turn the switch. Alan wants him to bring the fight. This could add an instant layer to TNT matchup. There's a potential for a Jungle Boy to evolve in a mean streak and earn victory. If Jungle Boy doesn't heed the advice, I can see Alan snapping to extend, forcing Jungle Boy to break through the near extender to become Jungle Man. Ricky Starks had a prime opportunity to climb the charts by clearing against the number one Hangman page on Dynamite. Starks is eager to be Hangman's Huckleberry. Starks pointing out Hangman's punching to follow the pressure, whereas Starks makes Diamonds under, went under pressure. It is time that Starks makes his way to the top. Great setting, music, low-key attitude from Mr. Absolute. While Hangman vs. Starks looks like nice on paper, the contest had no sizzle. That was until this promo. Starks' confidence, motivation, Starks paints him, paints him as a hungry contender ready to take out the Cowboy. I am now curious to see if he can. Adding humor to the promo lineup was Ryan Neff, his wingman, Cesar Bone, and J.D. Drake. Ryan Neff pursued Drake to sexy up his look by tying new, new garments. Drake was interested in shiny mesh tops, but he was a risk. Stepping into a floor print assembled. Drake took steps to the bunny and doubled down his ability to be sexy, so Jack left in a hut to try all of Neff's suggestions. Neff was pleased with the intentional good, caught bad, caught routine. Dark left with a cut anger to wait to see Drake strut his stuff. Billy Gunn was eager to get payback for QT Marshall's sucker punch on Dark Elevation. QT called down the thunder, and now he's going to get it on Diamond. There is no place for QT to hide where they step in the ring for the singles contest. QT had a bonus response did not air on Dark. QT tired died helping kids get an opportunity to dessert. QT experienced that grow up as a ball player behind Coach's son. Billy does this service to the fans, not QT though. The people want QT on their TV. I don't disagree with QT's last statement. Even though I don't believe for a second he can defeat Cody Rhodes, I enjoy every second during his run as the Factory Godfather. These promos are perfect material to spice up Dark. Zesty, rich, full of passion. Keep them coming. Here's a lineup. The results: Joe Janelle defeated Will All Day. Will Day showcased some great talent. He will be signed AEW. Ryzen and Joyce Scholar lost to SCU. A victory for SCU. Big Soul Con Clean destroyed Ashley MK and Steffi MK. Ashley MK and Steffi MK are going to be the future female tag team division we need in AEW. Big Allridge and Kokara got destroyed by Blitzer and Blade. Sunny Kiss defeated Jake Manning. Jay Lona buys Black Ken Broadway got destroyed by Io Uno through Grayson and Ten. Billy Gunn destroyed Andrew Palace. Fuga the Soul lost to Danny T. Martin. Don Diamat defeated Queen Amita. 
Amita got COVID recently. She'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks. Aiden Backlund and Kit Sackett versus Varsity Blondes. The Varsity Blondes Showcase. Matt Castle versus Five. Matt Castle got the win. Baron Black versus Will Hobbs. Hobbs got the win. Pack versus the Alexander. Pack got the win. We had a Caster versus Five, Vigo versus Martin were the top matches. All they took Janelle to the limit. All the rest were various levels of butt kicking. My favorite contest, but Diamond Aggression is always a delight. So that was a great AW Dark. It was hard hitting and pretty good. So here's my rundown on it. Well, they look sharp. I didn't know better. I would have draw Joey Janelle with the Jabroni. I'd like to see more from MK Twins. Assuming Ashley stuff had adequate skills, they might be able to add toughness ruthless as bruisers in the women's division. I love Diamond Submission Fisher. Look cool and functional. Mass Caster committed his dominance over Dark Order. When were they learned out some of the acclaim and shenanigans? Nay, negative one can brainstorm game plan next time. Share your thoughts. But right now, we're going to review Dynamite. So stay tuned. Here we go in a couple of seconds. And now we're going to review Dynamite. So, let's start with Stark versus Heyman Page. Heyman Page won the match with a submission. We had a Trent versus Pentagon. Pentagon won the match with Ally from his manager. Next, we had the Hikaru Shida versus Conti big match. Con I mean, Shida won the match. But Conti put an effort. After the match, we had a Britt Baker moment where Britt Baker had a showdown with Hikaru Shida. And then we had Kichi Marshall with the help from on Google Billy, defeated Billy Gunn. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. Christian Cage got the win over Hobbs with the kill switch. Then we had the main event, the TNT Championship, Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy. In the end, Darby Allen managed to retain the title after a close big bout. So, let's get to the dynamite. We have Taz grabbing the mic at the hangman. Beats Ricky. Taz said he's the number one rank, but he got lucky. He's a hangman. He needs to watch his back. Hangman gets attacked by Hook. There's an old-fashioned post-match brawl by the full team. Taz, however, Dark Order runs in for the save. This takes Taz goons out of the ring. Jared's with Pinnacle from early in the day. He asked about Jericho's promo from a couple of weeks. Jerry R. asked MJ, what's the match to MJ says, you can call it the immortal promo, right? MJ said, you know what, maybe my scarf is a little haggard. He had a new scarf for Tully. Weller said, immortal, that would mean it's perfect, right? Weller said, yeah, it sure is good. But it wasn't perfect. You stumble and you start thinking about me, didn't you? You were doing something wrong when it came to me. MJ said, Jericho Rub is just him rub wrestling people. The fans already want to see. Then taking credit for getting him over. MJ said, he's the one you, guy you could put on your thumb. He said, Jericho was 25 with Turtle jerking the worldwide. But he's main event in AEW. He says, Ray beating Jericho. So where does put Jericho on the tone pole? MJ said, Jericho got a thing right that he's a mark. Not a mark for Jericho. He's a mark for Jericho's spot. When you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. After she had defeated Ty, Britt makes it play. She's not a run rank one challenger after a dark elevation wins and Tay's lost. Britt sees the smile. She seems to be officially challenged Sheeta. Myra says another week of no kip. He needs his vindication. He doesn't care if you're a slimy impact EVP or an emo face daddy. He really said this. Which chap does he beat first? Toby's in the rank breaks out in a circle. Tony says, you said Jericho heard by comments from Pinnacle. Jericho said, who cares? He's heard from people who really mad at the Jacksonville Children Choir. Jericho plugs blood guts on May 5th. He says it's going to be one of the most violent, brutal matches I've ever seen on TNT. He says, the pain started last week when MTR beer got his seat knocked out by Tyson. Hager says, something who, who cares? 
Erica says, MJ talks a lot, but never said anything. Santana says, only step up when he had the crew behind him. He says, when he comes from, they call them bitch moves. Jericho said, MJ has no convention. He thinks MJ is still delivering high school drama class lines or singing show tunes on Rosie's show. Jericho says he rocks songs too. He wrote a song about MJF. Jericho sings a little song, gets the crowd's chance to squirrel. The bottom line is this. It's all fun and games. Blade Gun is going to be a lesson in violence you'll never forget. What are the rules he made? Yes, we'll figure it out next week. And Inner Circle Pinnacle has a parlay. Jericho said, you're, you're crazier than Pinnacle and you know it. Anthony Eagle handed QT a chair after the match before he could deliver a final blow. Justin charged with a bull rope, lays the QT. Dustin very, very quick, quick over at QT, picks up the chair, but Ugo is in between. Nick Carmelo takes the chair shot, doesn't even flinch because he's a fucking crazy. Jeff did a close wrestling this view in your direction. The elite on their trailer, Don Callis said, This is the greatest assembly of talent in assembled. Don Callis said, Kane's about to become Impact World Champion. Matt said they're the reason business went up in Japan, why t-shirts sold in retail store, why all you wrestling's a thing. It's not called Mox any wrestling's they they heard Mighty X are back tonight. They don't care. Kenny said to the people who hate Ali the car who are hooking. Kenny can't get through the promo. Mox and Eddie are in a big ass truck. Mox pulls in the trailer. Eddie out said, Mox, yeah, I got that pipe says, Hell yeah. And Mox started breaking windows at trailer. Apparently, the Jackson boys have fled. Mox says it might have got a little too real for them. Mox said, they're bitch-ass fuck. Eddie says he's a street, so leave. We got Jay had video segment. She said, every manager here wants to represent her right now. She says she's representing herself. If anyone wants her, she's getting a hell of a deal. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, rushed to the ring after the championship match. They take down Darby Allen and... And Jungle Bell to Lance Archer and Sting came out for the save. The Dynamite end with Sting, Lance Archer in the ring. We saw a post-match while Sting a speech, so that's that sad. So this is my, this is the AW Week review. Thank you. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.